gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born upon this day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Good morning, everyone. We're here for public forum. Public forum is an opportunity for the public to get up and speak about anything they'd like to discuss. You know, if this is so great, why did Walton County vote against it until they got a way good deal? I think that they are brilliant negotiators and 15%, I wish we were at 15% and everybody else was at 28%. That, that, I would run this up the flagpole if that was the case. I think it costs, save us a lot of money. We're talking $18 million here. And that's not even a set number. I mean, you know how these things work. It starts out at 18 million. Next thing you know, we're doing a $30 million project and because uh, of inflation and all that stuff. What I would have liked to do was see what we can do to help the current medical examiner facility that's there now improve. That would save us a ton of money instead of building a brand new Taj Mahal. That's just my thoughts. So you're a yes then? Is that, <laughs> is that what that means? That's uh, Commissioner James Calkins, Santa Rosa County District 3. And, man, I, I hate to say I told you so, but, uh, Jake, did I tell you so? You told me so. <laughs> I told you so. So why is he throwing up all of this chaff? Why is he like a uh, you know a jet pilot just scared of that infrared, uh, you know, that heat-seeking missile, throwing out the chaff? I'll say anything I can say. Taj Mahal, $30 million. Fix Sacred Heart. It's all good. $15. Why, didn't neg- why can't we negotiate like Walton County? Why, why do we even need a facility? Do we even need a medical examiner? I don't think we even need a medical examiner. Come on now, y'all. Trying to save money for the taxpayers. Okay, why, why is he doing this? Well, you know, answer A. The sort of charitable, generous, I'm supposed to be a Christian answer is because um, he's just 100% sincere about everything he's saying. Um, it's Hey, in, in philosophy, we deal with the realm of logical possibility. That is within the realm of logical possibility. Um, let me offer you a different theory, okay, a different theory. Um, because he hates Dan Shebler, the former county administrator, who is the operations manager for Domes. And because in his mind, anything he can do to stick it to Dan, even as the one vote on a five-vote board where they're going to vote him down on this, he's just happy to be the guy to stick it to Dan. Um, As, again, within the realm of logical possibility, I think those are kind of your two options. Um, You decide what you believe, okay? But um, Kerry Smith made this comment late in the conversation yesterday. I I get you, and then I get you, but we got got four members up here that's all for it, and... Commissioner Calkins has got his opposing point of view, but you know it's one, not three. And Mr. Chairman, I can address both of his points if you'd like. Oh man, I got so excited! Like he made all of these arguments, and Brad Baker, who has just been doing yeoman's work on this project, trying to get it over the line, and and um, uh, Commissioner Robert Bender in Escambia County, same thing. Like he has been working his tail off behind the scenes, 
trying to herd the cats, okay, of Okaloosa County and Santa Rosa County, Commissioner Calkins, and also Walton County, and then Stephen Barry Lumen May and Jeff Bergosh in Escambia County, who have, for various reasons and in various ways, just been pitching a hissy fit over this thing for two years now. And including all the backdrop with the, the, the hubbub over the defamation and the funeral directors and just all of this, okay? Finally, Bender gets a deal where Santa Rosa, Okaloosa, and Escambia are paying the same amount, and Walton County is paying a little bit less because they're A, farther away, and B, have fewer to us. And uh, he's got a deal that he thinks maybe he he can get it. And and on Thursday, they all voted yes, 5-0 in Escambia County. So that's 15-0 to zero to approve this deal. But keen observer of contracts and negotiation, James Calkins, is going to come in and say, no, no, no. No, all y'all are wrong. We need to start over, go back to the beginning, and and do something better for everybody. I would recommend that we go back to Walton and say, and all of them, just do 25% across the board. Escambia is still getting a, a good deal because, you know, that's where most of the medical examiner's stuff is needed. They have the highest crime rate compared to all three counties. Just start over. We don't need no Taj Mahal. No Taj Mahal! That should be the sign. No Taj Mahal! Instead of building a brand new Taj Mahal. Sir, it's a law enforcement function, and minimally functional modern facilities instead of what is currently at Sacred Heart. Um, No offense to Sacred Heart, but it's terrible. (laughs) I mean, it's real. I've shown you the video. Um, It's terrible. So... Again, they voted yes. They're gonna. I mean, they didn't vote yet. They got to vote on Thursday. Um, I would expect it's gonna be four to one, which means it's gonna be nine to one, and um, and then we're gonna be all done with this. But this is a law enforcement function. This is a public safety function. This is a saving deputy time going back and forth or having to deal with going there. And plus, it's in Santa Rosa. Like the people who should be the least against this are the Santa Rosa commissioners because it's sitting right there on Avalon. It is a perfect location for Santa Rosa County. That's why Escambia argued to not move it because they thought they were losing access, which we're not, but that was the argument. 817 here on News Radio 923. Jake's got traffic on the fives. All clear now, right, Jake? Oh, man, I wish. I wish. Uh, we have major slowdown. Uh, I-110 southbound just before the airport boulevard exit. We had a multi-car accident. Uh, the cars are off on the shoulder, but there's debris in the roadway, and uh, it's just a mess right there. It's also causing uh, major slowdowns on I-10 eastbound, uh, backing up for, for many miles. Uh, multiple cars involved in other accidents on I-10 east leading up to 110. Uh, so if you've got to head anywhere east on I-10, uh, just try to find another way or maybe uh, change your plans. Uh, traffic uh, is going to back up on Pine Forest northbound as well, getting onto I-10 eastbound. Pretty much all the, the roads leading to I-10 eastbound is, are going to be slow. Pensacola Boulevard through Inslee is slow in both directions. Highway 98 through Tiger Point slow at the light at Garson Point and Avalon. Um, uh, south on uh, uh, 9th Avenue, just about three blocks uh, south of Jordan Street, right by the church there. We have reports of a vehicle crash there earlier that was blocking the roadway. Um, and uh, from our traffic tip line, thank you for calling and texting in your 
your traffic information this morning. Highway 90 westbound out of pace right at the end of the causeway. Uh, before you get to Scenic, there is a another multi-car accident. Uh, crews should be on the scene by now, but uh, there was a multi-car accident with injuries uh, reported there. If you have traffic info to report, help us out. 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 Informative, local, dependable. I, I may be telling you what some people have already been trying, but you know if you're on Pine Forest, you got to go east. Maybe take Longleaf. I mean, yeah, you got to go by the schools and the um, uh, the Fed or the UPS, but uh, you know maybe that's your way around because that seems to be mostly clear at the moment. Eight nineteen on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. If you've got a business, you've got employees. If you're growing and you got to do benefits like health insurance, dental, vision, life, disability, got to manage HR, you got to manage payroll, all that stuff. Torgerson and Causey. Okay, they do this, and they have been doing this for decades here in the Pensacola area for local businesses just like yours, like ours. They helped us about seven years ago. We started using them for our insurance benefits, and they have been great. I mean, genuinely great. They gave us options we didn't have before. They gave us plans we didn't know were possible before, and they have had customer service. It's just like I have a question, or my wife, more typically, she's the engineer. She asks a question. They always have an answer. I mean, they always have. They're very detailed, very thorough, outstanding information. So I personally recommend Torgerson Causey uh, more than 20 years here in business. Give them a call today for a no-obligation review of what you're doing and how they might be able to help you do it better, cheaper, both possibly. 433-9996 or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. Is your house making you sick? Learn about the hazards lurking in your home that can affect your health due to high humidity levels and excess moisture. High humidity levels and excess moisture inside the home are the leading cause of insect infestation, mold, mildew, musty odors, and fungi, which can result in making you sick. Condensations on windows and vents, blistering or peeling paint, and cupping of hardwood floors are all signs of high humidity levels and excess moisture. Learn more tomorrow at 9 on Pep Talk with Lisa Murphy from Southern Climate Solutions. Hi, this is Darren Costello from Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli, Fine Wine and Cheeses. We carry a wide variety of selections of meats, cheeses, and wines. If you're looking for some fine cuts of meats, ask Dale. Talk to Justin. Talk to Darren. We're here for you and your holiday needs. From turkeys and hams and cheeses and meats, we have it all. Looking to give back this season? Ask about the Kimberly Tower Foundation. Come in and talk to Christy Costello or Danielle. Please be sure to stop in and visit us here at Costello's for all your holiday needs this season. Happy holidays. This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me tomorrow at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions tomorrow at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM. 1620. Hi, this is Andrew McKay, and I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. We have dolls that cry, talk, walk, blink, and run a temperature. We don't need any chewing dolls. I just thought I found a way to, to fit in. You'll never fit in. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. I'm growing tired of all this Christmas cheer. You people scare me. Please stay away from my home if you don't want to get So I feel like I have failed to deliver something to you that I really do owe you. 
And that is a good laugh. Um, I mean, we might have had some good laughs in the last section. Uh, but the Santa Rosa County Commission, the committee meeting yesterday, did have a moment where they were talking about one of the proposals that Sam Parker wants to do is uh, change the meeting time. I think this is not going to happen. But he wanted to move it up. Right now, it's 9.30 for the agenda items, 8.30 for the public forum. And there's always, you know, if they run out of public forum, they'd wait until 9.30 to start the meeting, which you have to. You can't start a meeting early. You can start a meeting late. You cannot start a meeting early. Well, they were having this conversation, and he was saying, let's just move it up to 8. Let's make it 8, and let's run the forum and then the meeting whenever that happens to be. No big deal. Let's just do it that way. And all the other commissioners were basically against this plan. They, they did not like this idea. They wanted to hold it. Uh, 8.30 is good, 9.30, whatever the case may be, but not then. So then um, Commissioner Ray Eddington, who you have to understand is, I mean, a, I think he was a former police chief or something. I'm, I'm trying to remember, but something like that. Like super straight arrow, right? Um, and so he was making a comment about he doesn't really care when it is. He thinks it makes more sense for 8.30, but he doesn't really care when because he comes into the office very early. I like the 8.30 because I know at 8 o'clock you got school zones and stuff. And I just thought it'd be hard for them to get here at 8. Uh, I like the 8.30. It don't matter to me. I get here around 6.30 every morning. Uh, I'm an early bird. Uh, I like to go in and sit and look at emails and stuff. You know that. Wait, he likes to do what now? Uh, I like to go in and sit and look at emails and stuff. You know that. <laughs> See, when when I first heard it yesterday, and he said that he likes to go in and, well, I know what I heard, but it was one of those things. I'm like, I heard that. I could not have heard that wrong because my ears sometimes play tricks on me. Like, I didn't hear that right, did I? Well, I was not the only one who noticed. Um, <laughs> Gary Smith, commissioner, also said a minute or two later. I just, I just want to clear up something. When I was listening to Commissioner Eddington, he says he gets in early to look at the emails. It wasn't <laughs> the females because I saw everybody go, did he just say I threw that? <laughs> <laughs> so Clearly, we know what he meant to say, but what he actually said was the funny part. And look at emails and stuff, you know that. <laughs> oh, now you hear emails, do you? I've heard it enough now to where my mind is tricking me now. I don't hear I don't know the if F. that dress is blue or is it gold. I'm not really sure what's going on here. It's white and gold. Oh, man. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the blue was the other one, wasn't it? <laughs> See, look at me. I just don't know my memes. All right. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Speaking um, of people who wear blue dresses. Yes. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, you and Terrence. Um, oh, I-110 southbound just before the airport boulevard exit. We have a multi-car accident. Um, all cars are off on the shoulder, but we have debris in the roadway. It's going to be a mess there. It's also causing major slowdown on I-10 East. Um, the backup could last a while because now we have other cars involved in uh, fender benders leading up to I-110 on I-10 East. So uh, anything uh, east on I-10 this morning is just going to be a major slowdown. Highway 98 through Tiger Point is slow at the light at Garcon Point and Avalon. Uh, also, Highway 90 coming out of pace is slow getting off of the causeway. If you have traffic info to report this morning, please let us know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Yeah, we just got a couple notes in here saying that that uh, scenic highway in uh, 90 to scenic there doesn't seem to be an accident that that's you know yeah, so just, good. just slow getting glad yeah. to have that 437-1620-437-1620 david wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines david 
Tucker Carlson is now launching his own subscription streaming service, the Tucker Carlson Network, which went live this week. Uh, that'll be hosted through his website. Travel will continue to be on the upswing this holiday season. AAA predicting over 115 million people will be traveling at least 50 miles over the last 10 days of the year. Uh, that's the highest projection since 2019. And ousted Congressman George Santos now reportedly negotiating a plea deal with federal prosecutors ahead of an expected court appearance today. Uh, he's, he's facing 36 separate federal charges ranging from money laundering and identity theft to conspiracy to commit offenses against the United States. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 827 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I just feel like we need to have some fun maybe today. That's just kind of where my mood is at. Um, I will say this, you know, uh, Vladimir Zelensky coming to town, going to ask for more money, which I would support. I think, look, you know, fund another country's uh, military to fight against our adversary, the Russians, and degrade them as much as you possibly can. I just don't understand how this Plus. What did John Kirby say the other day? Ninety uh, percent? No, maybe it was not Kirby. It was Blinken. Tony Blinken said this the other day. Ninety percent of the munitions that we send to Ukraine are made here. Like it's almost a jobs program for America. We are running out of uh, resources already in the bank to continue to assist them, uh, and we need them. Uh, I would point out as well that about ninety percent of the security assistance that we provided to Ukraine actually is invested right here in the United States, in terms of the production of. Uh, materials and munitions and weapons that uh, go to the Ukrainians, um, it's right here in America uh, with good jobs. And we're getting burden sharing out of Europe like we've never gotten before. The choice is very clear. Uh, If we uh, do this and help Ukraine sustain the achievements that it's made, help ensure that uh, Russia continues to suffer a strategic failure in uh, in Ukraine, uh, that's one route to go. Uh, The other route to go is to do something that... um, the only people who are rooting for it are in Moscow uh, and maybe in uh, Tehran and Beijing, which is not to provide uh, this assistance. Yeah, I mean, you can root for the good guys or you can side with Moscow, Beijing, and Tehran. I mean, it's fairly clear. Uh, following up on that, like I said, John Kirby, Admiral John Kirby, uh, retired two-star, uh, national, security, national security advisor for the U.S., former PAO for the Blue Angels. I mean, really good guy. Um, he had what I think is probably the best expression even maybe better than I come in early to look at females. Um, this, this was an on-purpose moment yesterday talking about the lack of stockpile and funding for Ukraine. We're obviously deeply concerned about this. The, the, we've got a, a few more weeks here, and then we're out of Schlitz. well, why wouldn't he do it in a more diplomatic way? Can you explain it better than that? I mean, that's about as good as it gets. You know what the problem is? A a few more weeks here, and then we're out of Schlitz. Simple, effective, poignant communication. 8.30 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Oh, man, I I like John Kirby. I do. I like him a lot. Oh, it looks like, by the way, that contrail in the air looks like it was a passenger flight commercial flight it wasn't spacex or anything like that at least it seems like that at the moment uh what do you have coming up david good news coming up next after fox fox news i'm chris foster 
Another report that inflation is slowing down the Labor Department's consumer price index of what Americans are paying for goods and services. Month over month for November, up 0.1%, year over year at 3.1%, down just a fraction from last month's read of 3.2%. Chuck Sony with Fox Business. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky meets with members of Congress and President Biden in Washington today. Both presidents are asking Congress to approve more aid for Ukraine's war against Russia. Republicans want that tied to more U.S. border security. This is a tough sell to convince some on Capitol Hill to give Ukraine more money after they've already shelled out $118 billion of taxpayer cash to the country. So President Biden is bringing Ukrainian President Zelensky here to make the case for why they need more money. Fox's Hillary Vaughn in D.C., Presidents Biden and Zelensky hold a joint press conference at 4.15 p.m. Eastern. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 831 at News Radio 92.3. Right now, 45 degrees. It is partly cloudy in Pensacola this morning. Plans for the new District 1 Medical Examiner's Office should advance this week with approval from the Santa Rosa County Board of Commissioners. It's a fair deal for everybody, particularly when you look at what's going to happen with our growth and our population and our use of the ME's office as population changes throughout the, the, the different you know, areas of the of the panhandle. You know, Walton will continue to go up. Oklusa will continue to go up. But, but I think the, the two counties that have the most growth in the near future is going to be Santa Rosa and Walton. That is Colton Wright, District 5 Commissioner in Santa Rosa County. Last week, Escambia County leaders did sign off on the interlocal agreement. The two counties, along with Okaloosa and Walton, will be splitting the $18 million construction cost for that new facility. It will be located in Santa Rosa County on Commerce Road near Avalon Boulevard. The Florida Department of Education has released report cards for our area school districts in the 2022 and 23 school year. This can be a school district received an overall B grade with 11 schools earning A grades, 11 schools receiving B grades, 5 D schools, and 5 F schools. The Santa Rosa School District received an overall A grade for the eighth straight year. Uh, 12 individual schools in that district received an A, 11 earned a B, and 6 schools earned C grades. A former South Florida teacher facing charges for allegedly sending naked pictures to an underage girl. 20-year-old Mauricio Ruiz was a part-time middle school teacher. This is down in uh, Miami-Dade County where he began communicating with the victim. Investigators say Ruiz had requested the girl on Instagram, began chatting, FaceTiming, and eventually paid her for explicit photos. He now faces multiple charges of offenses against a student. State Attorney Ginger Bowden-Madden now confirming her office will be reviewing allegations brought against the Escambia County Commissioner Jeff Bergosh regarding text messages sent back in 2021. In an emailed statement, Madden says her office has received, quote, several inquiries, concerns, and allegations that communications between some commissioners may have been improper. Madden says they'll be reviewing all available government communications to determine whether further investigation in the case is warranted and uh, there appears to be more momentum heading towards a possible sale of a large portion of the OLF8 property in Beulah. We have two parties that we are in serious negotiations with and they're on hold right now pending seeing if we are going forward you know with the county on an acquisition of this and if so then we're going to be uh, immediately picking one of them they will be disclosed I mean if you want to come back up and see a uh, you know dog and pony show by them they will be able to do that. 
That is uh, Fred Hemmer with Beulah Town Center, LLC. Last Thursday, Scambia County Commissioners discussed their offer to buy 375 acres for $20 million. The consensus was that the price should be a little bit higher per acre, and they needed more held back, more land held back, that is, for job creation. By that night, Beulah Town Center had revised their offer to buy 290 acres for the same $20 million figure. County commissioners have authorized the county attorney and administrator to continue discussions. It's 835. Let's get an update on our traffic on the fives. Jake, is it still chaotic? Yes, there's lots happening out there this morning. Uh, The traffic map is definitely lit up red. I-110 southbound just before the airport boulevard exit. We've had a multi-car accident there this morning. All cars are off on the shoulder, but there's still debris in the roadway. Crews are on the scenes. Uh, are on the scene. This is causing major slowdown on I-10 East. Uh, Backup could last a while because now we have uh, a couple accidents on I-10 East leading up to I-10 or I-110 on that. So it's it's just anywhere coming I-10 East heading towards I-110, it's going to be slow if not stopped uh, standstill right now. Um, Highway 90 coming out of pace is slow getting off of the causeway and now we just have two vehicle crashes reported now. East Tahar Drive at North Davis Street. Uh, we've got a, uh, a, a crash with roadblock there. Also, I-110 southbound ramp uh, at airport. Uh, we have an accident there as well. This traffic report is brought to you by Staples. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote learners and workers, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. Our traffic tip line is 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. We are going to be very chilly as you go throughout the morning hours. Temperatures in the 30s. As we go into the afternoon, temperatures warming up near 62 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures falling again, 42 degrees for your low. By Wednesday, temperatures warming back up near 62 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Wednesday night, temperatures dropping into the 51 degree range, and we are going to be seeing temperatures still in the low 60s as you go into your Thursday. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now it is 45 degrees in Pensacola, 46 in Gulf Breeze, 42 in Milton. Your money now this morning. The markets are down at the opening bell. The Dow is down 1055 at 36, 394 38. S&P 500 down 1197 at 46, 1047. The Nasdaq down 2144 at 14411.05. Our 10-year bond rate today up slightly at 4.24%. Gold prices up 570 at 1,999.40. Silver prices up uh, 13 cents at 21.19 today, and Bitcoin up 953.71 at 41.649.82. Well, it is now less affordable than at any time in recent history to buy a home. Mortgage rates slipped to about 7% last week, the lowest in several months, but that's still more than double what they were two years ago. Typically, high mortgage rates slow down home sales and home prices would go down as a result, but that's not happening. An increase of just a few percentage points can mean hundreds of thousands of dollars in more interest over the life of a standard loan. New consumer price numbers showing a slight bump in inflation. The Labor Department says the consumer price index rose a tenth of a percent in November. The closely watched inflation gauge was up 3.1% from a year ago as prices for goods and services went higher last month. The core CPI, which excludes food and energy, rose three-tenths of a percent last month. Those uh, readings were only slightly changed from October. 838, 
our next news at 9 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish and fresh Gulf seafood, as well as generous portions of southern sides. Every Tuesday is two times Tuesday. Buy the six-piece shrimp dinner and get six more shrimp for free every Tuesday. Wednesday is lunch special day. Serving fresh seafood daily, visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. Welcome to David's, where Southern and seafood meet. The Pensacola housing real estate market has been crazy for the past few years. How do you know when to buy or sell? You'll need an expert to help you. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel this Thursday at 9 a.m. right after Pensacola Morning News to hear real estate expert Christina Leavenworth with Leavenworth Realty discuss current real estate conditions. That's Thursday at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 a.m. 1620. This is Joe Ford with Pensacola Right Now. I can happily wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I can't wait to spend the next month listening to Christmas music and giving my nine-month-old little girl her first screenings of The Santa Claus, Home Alone, A Charlie Brown Christmas, and of course, It's a Wonderful Life. Merry Christmas from my family and from all of us at News Radio 92.3. Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting! <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot! Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here, this is the war room! This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, today is National Gingerbread House Day. Don't ask me how these things happen. It's also, by the way, National Ding-a-Ling Day. Um, and um, without elaborating too much, I think that the founders of National Ding-a-Ling Day are using that term in a way I'm not familiar with because they think it has to do with calling up people you haven't talked to in a while. That's not what Chuck Berry was singing about, okay? But back to National Gingerbread House Day. Um, question. 437-1620, that's my uh, number if you want to text me, uh, call me, uh, 437-1620. Do you like making gingerbread houses? Do you eat the gingerbread house? Do you eat? Do you eat or display, I suppose would be the question. So do you like to make, then do you eat or display? Uh, 437-1620, uh, Jake, first crack at it. Uh, never made one, but I've eaten never plenty tried? of them. Ne- never tried to make one. You don't no. know the unique pain and struggle oh, no. and stress of trying to erect a structure using only liquid cream cheese, basically. Yeah. So, and frosting. Okay. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's based on good cream cheese frosting. Anyway, go on. Oh, yes, go on. Yes. Okay, so you've never tried to build one. And B? And uh, I've eaten a few. And um, uh, I don't know if I'll eat any more just because I know how, how much you have to have your hands on <laughs> each piece of gingerbread in order to construct said house. Um, so gross. It doesn't strike as the most sanitary of sweets. Um, no. Anna Higgins is sitting in here today. She's uh, she's gonna be sitting in for me next uh, next Monday and Tuesday. And she, oh my God, she's so great. You're gonna love uh, love her. She's gonna bring really good stuff. But Anna, you have a thought about this? As someone who has made gingerbread houses with children, I can not of children. No, but with not made of children. <laughs> Although sometimes I'm tempted. I got understand. But I would never eat a gingerbread house after seeing how that goes. 
Um, many cooks uh, ruin the, the, the broth, and oh. many children contaminate the gingerbread house. Oh, yeah. We're talking bodily fluids. <laughs> We're talking <laughs> fur off the floor. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole extra level of gross you've brought to this conversation Thank right you. there. Thank yeah, you. because every every child I've raised, you know, they wipe and blow and cough and spit and yep, drool exactly. and... and Hands and fingers and, and they lick their fingers. Oh, and they might have tried the dot before they put it on the roof. You know, there's a lot of things that can go on here. A lot of stuff. It's Doctor Strange love all their precious bodily fluids. All right, so four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. You know, I had not even been going down that road until y'all took it that way. I was just thinking about <laughs> it's it's stale, it's crusty, it's it not is, good, and yeah. and it's usually the worst way to eat candy because it's. I don't know. It's not the candy I want particularly, but then it's candy you might chew, like slow chew because it's dense, mixed with frosting, and then mixed with a gin, a graham cracker, which is weird. And then, of course, you know, is the only adhesive that you're using, is it frosting? Are they using glue? Are they reinforcing the structure underneath? What did I just eat? I'm not quite sure. Glitter. I mean, all the things that can happen. I'm just not in. 437 Somebody here says... Um, I don't really care to make gingerbread houses. I will eat some. I definitely prefer gingerbread cookies with a tall glass of cold milk. Well, see, there you go. I mean, that's fine. I'm with you on that. Uh, I've only made one, somebody says. It was recently. It was ugly, and I did not eat it, (laughs) which I think is probably the right approach. Uh, Let's see. Somebody here says, yes, with grandchildren, do not eat. Yuck. Eyes and ears and mouth and nose, head, shoulders, fingers and toes. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody here says I've made several with my daughters. Uh, they ate them and I did not. <laughs> uh, oh, somebody says yay, Anne! I can't wait to hear her next week. See, you've got oh, fans in the audience sweet. already. We actually had a call um, oh, yeah. from Barbara Mayall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. said uh, Merry Christmas to oh, uh, to both of you. Yeah. Thank you. Ah, oh, thanks, Barbara. You're the best. Uh, let's see, four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, if you are a child, uh, let's see. If you're a child, you can eat the gingerbread house. Otherwise, hard pass. Uh, somebody here says we just did our first one. Fun to do. What a mess. Would never eat one. It became as hard as a brick. No, that's accurate. I mean, you can wound somebody like that's a projectile weapon if you want to use it. Throw it in the catapult and take out the castle. Four three seven sixteen twenty. We've been watching Lord of the Rings. Sorry, it's on my brain. Uh, gingerbread houses are sanitized. Oh no, this is. This is a good safety tip. This is from the health department. Okay. Uh, gingerbread houses are sanitized by the power of Christmas magic. <laughs> it's um, it's, <laughs> it's it's an it's the same stuff that powers the sleigh and lets the reindeer fly. Oh, it's, it's Santa Christmas magic yeah. that makes it safe to eat the gingerbread houses. No, that's a good point. I I had not been thinking about the uh, the overwhelming power of the um, uh, the Christmas magic. Um, Buddy the Elf endorses this approach to uh, sanitation. <laughs> it's an honor and a privilege to partake, they say. Uh, Carla says, I once made a gingerbread house, and it was then I realized my future career was not destined to be an architect or construction engineer. Uh, my creation would have qualified for FEMA disaster assistance. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm there with that's you. Clever. And I've, it's funny, too, because I'm a relatively capable artist design. I mean, not really, but just in making stuff, you know. And so, like, pumpkins, I love to carve the pumpkin. Oh, the gingerbread house of my nemesis. I just yeah, feel same. bad about myself. I feel humiliated and unworthy and inept. It's it's not good. Um, so it says, I was able to talk my kids into the cookie decorating kit this year instead of the house. Way better. And and everybody can Indoors. eat it afterwards. And uh, somebody says it's the best vaccination ever. <laughs> 
all, all of that dead <laughs> virus coming at you long. For A46 on News Radio 92.3, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay. Uh, our major story this morning has been I-110 southbound just before the airport boulevard exit. Multi-car accident reported there. Uh, all the cars are off on the shoulder, but there's debris in the roadway. Could be a while before all those cars are cleared out of that scene. Uh, this is causing major slowdown on I-10 or I east. Um, backup could last a while there because now we have a couple more accidents reported on I-10 east uh, headed uh, toward I-110. Uh, Highway 90 out of pace this morning is slow getting off of the causeway. We also have vehicle crashes at East Tehar, uh, Tahar and North Davis Street and also the I-110 uh, ramp southbound at airport. Uh, definitely have a, an accident there causing roadblock. If you see anything else out there this morning, let me know. 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. You're thinking about that next vehicle, trying to decide where to go? Go to Frontier Motors. Uh, almost new. That's I mean, yes, technically used, but almost new. Like one, two, three years old, low miles, great condition. Often come back on leases. So, you know, you're getting cars that somebody else drove for a little while, and then they gave it to you. Basically, it's a new car with uh, without the depreciation hit and without maybe some of that new car smell. But how much is that really worth to you? Um, 300 different cars, trucks, vans, sedans, Jeeps, SUVs, all on the lot. You can sample a bunch. Sample the buffet of cars. Um, try them like you would never eat gingerbread houses. Um, they're, they're, I mean, you can sit, sit in five or six, drive five or six. Drive something outside of your category. You know, you're looking at SUVs, drive a truck just for fun. Find out, oh, man, I don't want a truck at all. Or, oh, man, I really want a truck. Either way, it's a learning experience. But take advantage of the huge selection of good quality used vehicles. Frontier Motors, serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. 437-1620, a couple other texts that came in on the gingerbread house thing. One person says, oh, heck no, to the gingerbread house. I will look at everyone else's but not uh, make my own or eat one. Have you ever been to the Biltmore in North Carolina? Oh, the gingerbread house competition there is phenomenal. Oh, wow. They're amazing. And it's all the different levels. You got to start with like the kid ones because, you know, set your lower expectations for craftsmanship and then work up to like the open category. Oh, my God. <laughs> the stuff that people build. It is it is really unbelievable. What'd you say, Anna? It's amazing what they can do, it and is, I can't and even put one wall. On I know, and it stick. just falls right down. It's no good. <laughs> uh, but I think we got the, uh, the text of the day in here. Somebody says, um, Making gingerbread houses with your children is such a holiday favorite. It is actually a lot of fun. And, you know, mess making is fun with kids. Um, but we'll never eat their uh, constructed dessert towers, um, which I think is kind of like, you know how you pretend to eat the plastic food? Yes. Just pretend to eat the gingerbread. <laughs> nope, that's good, right in the trash. Uh, but then the, the last comment here was um, uh, sprinkles. <laughs> sprinkles are the herpes of desserts. <laughs> they... They get everywhere, and you find them months after you're done decorating. Eight forty nine. I would call them the glitter of desserts. <laughs> That's a little bit better way to say it. Somebody says, I appreciate the craft. Gingerbread cookies and milk are more my speed locally. Uh, Going to check out the uh, the charity event at SC. Oh, that's right. They have the gingerbread contest. That's right. Eight forty nine on News Radio ninety two three. Informative, local. I'm Andrew McKay. At Penair Credit Union, we know that road trips don't start by driving into the sunset. A day at the beach doesn't begin with packing the car. Even car shopping doesn't really start at the dealership. Your new car journey begins with an auto loan pre-approval from Penair Credit Union. Because at Penair, auto financing is easy. And when you get pre-approval before you shop, you'll be ready to hit the road when you find the perfect car. Get started at penair.org slash car loan. Whether it's new, used, or refinanced, vehicle loans from Penair Credit Union fit you perfectly. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Opportunity Lender. 
You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. The Pensacola Christmas Concert is back on News Radio 92.3. It's 24 hours of Christmas music from you, Pensacola. Local churches, local bands, local musicians, all right here on News Radio 92.3, all Christmas Day. We have music from the Pensacola Children's Chorus, the Pensacola Civic Band, Olive Baptist Church, the Perdido Brass, and more. And if you'd like your music to be part of the Pensacola Christmas Concert, send an email to christmas at newsradio923.com. Hi, this is David Wayne, and I just want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. Denise slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around the whole room, and he took every present. All I want this year's for you to dedicate your last breath to me before you bury yourself alive. That's uh, Fallout Boy, which I know is not maybe your traditional uh, <laughs> Christmas band. Name of the song is Yule, like U- Y-U-L-E. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> See the uh, the Christmas story reference. Four three seven sixteen twenty. That's my phone number this morning. Uh, a couple of uh, other notes on news that's going on. One is that we got a note in from Ginger Bowden Madden, the state attorney, yesterday that. Uh, their office has received the complaints about the text messages from Jeff Bragosh, and they are investigating. I'll just read you the press release. My office has recently received several inquiries, concerns, and allegations that communications between some of the Escambia County commissioners, which required public notice, may have been improper. Florida Sunshine Law is an important tool for ensuring transparency and accountability in government. It helps to protect the public's right to know and to participate in the decision-making process. Open government is the core of our democratic principles. My office will be reviewing the allegations we have received, including all available government communications, to determine if further investigation is warranted. Our office will not be issuing any further statements on this matter at this time. Uh, don't call or <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but you know that's kind of the implied. Um, this is what we reported on Friday that member Mike Kohler in the Thursday night of uh, the uh, commission meeting had said that he was going to ask for an investigation. I don't know that he even had time to do that. Several other people have contacted the state attorney's office saying, hey, what the, you know, what gives with all this stuff? And uh, so they're going to be investigating, um, which is appropriate because there's basically three possible outcomes here, right? Outcome number one is nobody did anything wrong at all. Everything was perfectly in line with the law. Um, And even the stuff that kind of looks shady wasn't even shady. Uh, I think that'd be an optimistic answer to the uh, investigation, but I would hope that's the case. I hope. I mean, I hope 
full investigation looking at all the texts, ones that have been public, uh, made public and ones that have not, and come away with the, con- with the uh, conclusion that nobody did anything inappropriate, not even the appearance of impropriety. I think that's a bit much to wish for, but at least the first part, that nobody actually broke the law. That would be great news, right? Because you don't want your county commissioners to be breaking the law. Um, it looks bad for the county and, of course, you don't want people to break the law. Uh, possibility number two is um, they did sort of um, minorly infract or play in the gray space when they shouldn't or, or just Commissioner Bergash did. I don't know if she's going to look in a text with, you know, Commissioners Bender, Kohler, May, or, 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 or um, Barry. We'll see. But um, that they kind of broke the law a little bit or, you know, kind of wandered in the gray areas they shouldn't have wandered into and there's maybe a reprimand due rather than a charge. Um, that seems sort of a little bit more likely to me, but that's still not a good thing, right, if that's the case. Um, and then uh, possibility number three is, you know, blatant, terrible, horrible, pervasive, corrupt violations of the law um, by one or more commissioners. I also don't think that's likely. And can I tell you my theory on why I don't think that's all that likely? I think Jeff Bergash is too smart to do that. I think all the commissioners are too smart to do that. I mean, seriously. Like, he, he's smart enough when he's putting these texts in where he's clearly working in the gray space around the Sunshine Law. Hey, go take this message to fellow communicators, but or fellow commissioners, but don't tell me what they say, LOL. I mean, he knows it'd be a Sunshine violation if they talk back to him. So it's not likely that he's going to engage in anything super weird by text because, again, I think he's too smart to, to put that in text. Um, so I expect it's going to be uh, outcome number one or number two which would be good for the county. The wider the investigation, the more thorough and the more it exonerates people, the better for everybody involved. And even if it's a, like there were some infractions but minor ones, that's good because that's guidance you can learn from that and do better in the future, right? I don't see anybody likely to get removed from this. I know some people have been asking me that. But then again, you know, I haven't seen but what the PNJ has put out. So, you know, maybe there's more there that, you know, I don't really know about. 437-1620, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay, I-110... Um, southbound, just before the airport boulevard exit. We had a multi-car accident there this morning. Cars are off on the shoulder, but we have debris in the roadway. And looking out my window, it's still stopped, uh, you know, uh, a dead stop on uh, I-110. And then all the uh, roads getting onto I-110, including I-10 eastbound, um, is going to be a major slowdown this morning. We have a couple other accidents going down uh, I-10 eastbound heading towards I-110. So uh, just anywhere in that area is going to be a major slowdown uh, this morning. We also have vehicle crashes at East Tahara Drive and North Davis and uh, also on, uh, well, yeah, all the exit ramps really uh, heading on to I-110. You're going to see slowdown there this morning. Thank you for your traffic tip line uh, text this morning, 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. By the way, we've been using the window Google this morning. Uh, yes, looking which out is at the, more, <laughs> the yeah, exit more accurate Davis than Highway. Google really most of the time. It's very reliable. All right. Um, short thoughts on the whole request by uh, Jack Smith to get the Supreme Court to rule on whether Trump is susceptible to being charged with and or tried and convicted over any of the allegations related to uh, election interference. Um, I'm glad he's asked the Supreme Court for this. It's in order to get a quick disposition, which they do every once in a while. They did it once in Watergate, for example. Um, but if they can get a quick disposition, then we can actually have these cases heard, and Trump can be either convicted or exonerated, right, before the election would be the ideal. And so his team says he's not susceptible to these charges for two reasons. Number one, he uh, was doing it while he was president. And because it's within his powers as president to oversee 
elections, he's claiming, um, that therefore nothing he did could possibly be a crime. And the judge said, yeah, you get better lawyers. Um, and rightly so. The other one is that they're saying that because he was exonerated in the House or, or in the Senate, that he was tried for impeachment and acquitted. I don't know that they're specifically making the double jeopardy argument, but it's something like that, basically, that I have already been subjected to these charges and they have cleared me. Therefore, there's no basis for bringing this lawsuit, either under double jeopardy or under you know any other uh, predicate. And I would say, well, double jeopardy doesn't apply to what happens in the Senate and what happens in the court. Those are completely separate venues. So whether you were impeached and removed is not the same as whether you were convicted. Uh, so that's my quick take on whether, and I'm, I'm glad they're doing this, uh, that they're going to take this up. Let's do uh, future news, Jake. Uh, that's where we tell people what happens before it happens. So question, uh, will the Supreme Court allow the cases to go forward with President Trump? Uh, no. Interesting. No, I say yes. I think they definitely will. Mm-hmm. Um, on Thursday, when we get the final vote, what will be the tally? 20-0 in favor of Domes or 19-1 with James Calkins in Tajma Descent? 19-1 uh, to 1 in Tajma Descent. Yeah, I think so as well. And uh, will the state attorney's investigation produce any charges or reprimands? Mm, maybe. Yeah, yes. I'll I said say reprimand, yes. no charge. Okay. Reprimand, no charge. I'll go with that. Uh, that's where I think it's going to land. Local news every hour and breaking news when it matters most. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.